This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur and Abhinandan. We're back. We're 100. And we are on Highway on my podcast with the two biggest men in food and travel in India, Rocky and Mayur and I am Abhinandan. They're lovely friends. And it is <laughs> in case you don't know why abhinandan is over here he is a complete waste of time as far as eating is concerned lekin in mahode ne highway on my plate direct kiya tha yahi hai wo jo maker bolte hai jisko he is the maker so that's why he is here welcome nikhil bade dino baad mulaqat hui rocky you've given it away i was going to say that earlier there were two of us and now there's three of us and because we got bored of each other we had a love child and it came out hairy in his suit if you could see abhinandan you would know that this can be nobody's love child Uh, we had thought of calling this show two and a half men, not because I'm half a man, but because I'm small in size. Just saying, just clarifying. But, but other than Hong, we have been together all over the country on other shows as well. Vital Stats, boys, remember we went all over. Yes, and uh, Jai Hind, we went all over with guns and bombs, which was very conducive for me. Yes, we must uh, get Prashant to join us in one of these if he's. Uh, not going to beat up any people in uniform but luckily because they're all locked down <laughs> we are all safe so guys lockdown idea rocks mayur tell us tell tell the general public how it that eureka moment at night as we were talking to each other abusing each other we said might as well do something productive at this time dekho we have always been villas bachpan se hamara yahi raha hai ki hame koi kaam waam ka shauk nahi raha to hum log ye sochte rahe the ki bina kuch kaam kiye maze karne ke baad hum log kaise kuch creative kar sake तो इसीलिए हमने निकू के साथ दोस्ती करी थी कि इसको अगर घुमाएंगे पूरे इंडिया में शायद थोड़ा मोटा हो जाएगा तो ऐसे अगर लॉक इन का टाइम आए और अगर रैशरिंग हो जाए ज्यादा और खाने की कमी हो जाए तो कम से कम खाने के लिए तो कुछ होगा लेकिन ये लड़का वैसे का वैसा ही हैंसल और ग्रेटल की स्टोरी में अगर तू हैंसल होता ना निकू तो चुड़ैल तेरे को कभी नहीं मारती देखो भैया आई नीडेड टू गेट समिंग डन बिकॉज आई बीन सिटिंग होम एंड एंड मच एज आई बीन एंजॉइंग टाइम विद फैमिली it is now crossing the border if if you've seen uh, the instagram post that uh, we put out from our handle at rocky and mayur i am now being reduced to chopping onions and stuff and uh, i would rather eat i think there is a lot of value in people uh, who cook i would just rather go out there and eat and if i can't go out there and eat i'd at least rather talk with my friends and we talk about the good old days when we used to be go out to be able to go out and eat and hopefully we shall soon but we shall discuss that later right now the idea was that we figured in this lockdown period i am sitting here in delhi i go to office only once or twice a week because media is essential services apparently rocks you been home for how long now oh yeah i i'm in delhi and i been i was traveling furiously till the 7th of march and i was quite sure that i might have got the corona virus so i quarantined myself from the 7th to the 21st and then now the quarantine started again so i am well thank you so far so good Uh, and i hopefully don't have it yet but uh, i'm home in delhi uh, sitting and eating and relaxing mayonnaise goa baby goa where there's lots of space anyways and very few people of course they're still trying to get their act together so 3 uh, years after our bill uh, 3 days after our beloved leader announced that there would be groceries for everybody in goa so far uh, despite everybody's best efforts there are not that many groceries for ma- many people everybody's out there looking and hunting the government's trying I give them credit; they're trying, but they haven't really got there. We're all a little laid back here in Goa, which is a good thing if you ask me. So, Mayur moved to Goa a few years ago. So, we are all sitting at our homes and we're recording through some new app. So, in case the audio quality is not of the finest, it's not because we've lost our edge and we aren't the finest professionals anymore, like we have been for the last two decades. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and with all respect, if you have any problems with the audio or the quality of this broadcast, please write a letter uh, in duplicate. And once it's done, just fold it and throw it in your dustbin and we'll pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, guys, once this series of lockdown podcasts is on, we'll hit the road again. Let's let's evolve that thought as we go on. Oh, absolutely. I, I need to get back on the road, man. I'm sick of being indoors already. My life is out on the road. I'm, I'm a traveler. I've been a traveler all my life. And I'm really feeling claustrophobic, but I'm still going to stay home until the government says it's safe to come out. Right. Let's use this lockdown period. Since we can't get out and we were itching to get out, let's at least share all our journeys across the country because we have traveled across the country by road, everywhere you can think of. So let's get the people who are locked down to rediscover India with us. And we just thought it would be fun. It would... There's enough bad news that's happening. We just thought it'd be nice to have something a little uplifting also for an hour a day. If not every day, at least thrice a week. Right, guys? That, 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 that was so heartfelt. And, and what I picked up on was the itching. Rocky, are you itching? Because I'm not itching. Niku, why are you itching? What have you been doing in lockdown? What have you been itching? Deko, <laughs> even in a state of lockdown, if you're itching, there is something very wrong. The government has declared time and again, please wash your hands many times. <laughs> Speaking of itching, I remember there was a delicacy called Khurchan, which I remember, uh, I feel very <laughs> Rocky, where was it? Indore? It's this basically what's left over when you boil I, the milk or look, malai, what is it? I only do above the waist conversation, so I'm not going to talk about any Khurchan. <laughs> yeah, and then that it's... guy said that, that <laughs> so Rocky looks straight into camera and says... Uh, that doesn't sound like much of a delicacy. It sounds like a skin disease you'd get around a genital area. I was like, dude. <laughs> Rocky, the guy was talking about the bottom of the pan, not the bottom. <laughs> Basically, in Indian cooking, when you have a big heavy pan or a pot and uh, you're done with making your dish a little bit because of the extra heat, a little bit of the material you're using, typically milk or sweet, gets stuck to the bottom of the pan. So when you scrape it off, that is called khurchan and that can happen with almost any ingredient but a lot of people like that crumbly, zesty, crackly, burntish taste of the khurchan. So usually with sweets, it is brilliant. With rice, it is horrible but some people like that burnt rice taste also. So now you know what khurchan is, no need to call your doctor, no need to apply any balm. Just relax and enjoy your khurchan. <laughs> Just enjoy your khurchan. I've understood. Kurchan is basic. Kurchan is not a disease. Kurchan is the best excuse for not being a very good cook and burning everything that you make. Got it? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're, before you're a Kurchan expert. Yes. But before we head on to explore the country, just one quick little nugget of Rocky and Mayur go back to when they were two and three or four and eight, and they're next door neighbors. They've been friends for life. I was introduced in their life on the basketball court. Uh, in my 19, I think 18 or 19, 17. And now we are 40s and 50s. I don't know, Rocky may be the youngest of all. So it has been a long journey, both literally and figuratively, which has culminated in this podcast. Who would have thought it really because everybody is stuck at home? No, no. It's, let, me, let me tell you the real story. The real story is that in 1976, I and the wolf pack of seven-year-old boys used to prowl the streets of where we live, like wolves running all over the place. We were all oh. seven years old. <laughs> so, 
So when we were seven years old, suddenly one day I found a really fat boy following us who was about four years old. And uh, he kept running behind us and bothering us while we were trying to play our games and stuff like that. And of course, because he was so fat and slow and small, he was slowing us down. So a lot of kids were pushing him around. So of course, mm. me being a true superhero. That was Mayur's background music. <laughs> so being a true superhero, what I did was I stepped up and saved him from the boys. And ever since then, we've been friends. Little four-year-old Mayur and little seven-year-old me in 1976. What a story. What a what a long time. What a story. And, what a story. and now we're two old crusty warriors and I'm not going back to the whole Kurchan this. I'm just saying we're two crusty warriors <laughs> and we have a, a lot of years of, of friendship and joy and sorrow and, and even a few punches and bloody noses under our belts and, and we have moved on. And where are we oh, moving yeah. on to is what I want to know and who's providing the snacks. Well, we're, we're old. We're crusty because we're old. We're dusty because we haven't bathed. We're musty because we smell a little bit. We are rusty because we are sort of haven't been doing the things that we've been doing. Uh, anything else with the high iron? You're rusty because your your diet is high iron. A lot of anecdotes will come as we progress on this podcast, but we figured we'd go state by state, and uh, the three of us discussed this on video call, and we were Mayur and I almost dropped our phones because Rocky showed up on the video call clean shaven. I'm just letting everybody know <laughs> he's looking like the seven year old child we remember. <laughs> it's okay, just I, my I, good looks are now sorry go ahead rock go yeah go well my good looks stand exposed now since all that hair is gone there is nothing between my remarkably sharp features and the rest of the world which is why these two are blown away take a look how's it looking boys Mayur. 5 kilo alu <laughs> <laughs> Eyes complete. Alu may be here, Rocky Rocky may be here. So, Achha, listen, but in the days of Corona, what is the first state that we're going to pick? Let's start with something. Uh, with let's the not corona. pick the state of panic. Let's not pick the state of panic. That's what we're telling people uh, all over the country. Do not pick the state of panic. Those are not the states we're talking about. A mild concern, panic, hysteria. We're not going down those states. We're going to go to the real states of India. Although this state that we're going down has at times shown hysteria. But we started with it and hopefully one day we will get back when all this is behind us on the road. Rocky and Muir will ride again and I shall piggyback on their backs, which I can actually play football on. They have very large backs. But we figured because Auntie Ekka had taught us that when you make a show, you start with so we thought we'd start with Karnataka because it's the only state with K. Wasn't that the reason, guys? That is why we had also thought we'd call the show Highway on my plate, but... <laughs> with, a, with a triple K. So, Highway on my plate would have been the big hit automatically. Would you would have had to do anything. We would have just put out one hour of silence and you would have all loved it. It would have been a super hit. <laughs> but on... I, on my podcast, Mayur, you tell us, why Karnataka? I know you really loved Karnataka. Because I also want to go to a KKK, Kahani Karnataka ki. <laughs> okay, good. That's the right KKK. <laughs> no, Karnataka is just, you know, there are, there are, every state in India is totally unique. Lekin Karnataka is just such a food powerhouse. I mean, aise zavardast marati bethe Karnataka mein, that it is remarkable when you just cross the border from the north, while you're driving, because usually we're coming from, you know, Delhi, Mumbai, Goa, wherever. And as soon as you cross the border into Karnataka, you are just astounded by the wealth of food it has here. 
I, I would say more sort of cuisines and types of cuisines, standalone, eclectic, you know, little influences, no influences than any other state in the country. What do you think? Any other state can match Karnataka's multiple cuisines? Kerala, yeah. good fight. Yeah. Uh, Kerala is small. That's the problem. Kerala size-wise is small here. So it can't really, you know, match that kind of complete change. I mean, you go to Udupi, it's one thing. Mangalore has got 15 or 18 cuisines of its own within Mangalore. I mean, Udupi has got dozens of cuisines. You come down to Bangalore, you've got a food powerhouse. Kurg, you've got a food powerhouse. Mysore, you've got a food powerhouse. Anywhere you go in Bangalore, I mean, the cuisines are endless. Just these five, six names that I've taken are 70, 80 different kinds of cuisines and probably a few hundred uh, kinds of foods here. So it is phenomenal. Just bring me back on track because my geography is a bit weak. I mean, I, I only remember directing no matter where I was. I, I don't... Re- so that place we did that tappad uh, uh, along um, Ka- Karwar, right? That along yes, that, that's, that, Ka- that's Karwar. As soon as you enter the border, tappad, very similar to the Sichuan paper. So that, that long drive where the, the uh, waves were crashing right next to the... We did that late at night and we got there like we hours of the morning. And then we ate that lunch over there, that, that canteen. That is Karnataka, right? Correct. Correct. Oh. Wala hai. So, just you tell us about the food. I, I do remember that we guys had once been pushed by when we did that series of homp with the fans of, of um, you guys had put Bangalore as one of the top three food places in the country. I, I recall that, right? Yes, and I think it continues to hold that distinction. It's still amongst our favorites and until date, I think. I mean, if you look at even the new restaurants... Bangalore still continues to be a food powerhouse. If you look at the number of restaurants that open, it's more than probably any other city in India. It shows they're very willing to experiment besides having a really strong base of uh, of local cuisine. Yeah, yeah I, I, Bangalore is not a city anymore. Uh, uh, it is now Bengaluru. There is no Bangalore on the planet Thank anymore. You. So those of, you, those of you who like Bangalore, just forget about it. It is Bengaluru. Yeah, that's some music. <laughs> so those who like it, just remember it's Bengaluru now. But uh, I, I'll never get used to saying that. And people get really upset sometimes when I say Bangalore because, you know, all my life it was Bangalore. So, so I get it wrong once in a while. Yeah, what's the big deal? But, but yeah, Bangalore has always been my favorite food city. And you know why? Because in Bangalore, people genuinely, I mean, the culture, at least still in the last 10 years or so, it's changing very rapidly. And I can't say what it is now. But till about 30 years ago, the culture of Bangalore was a really accepting culture. So when a foreign cuisine would come in, they wouldn't tweak it to local tastes. So the authentic flavors of foreign foods that you got, whether it was Greek food or Japanese food or Mexican food, it would be authentic Greek, authentic Mexican, authentic Japanese. And that's why Bangalore for me was really a remarkable city and continues to be a remarkable city. So the food notwithstanding, I remember our first trip to Bangalore and I think we went there several times. I think by the end of it, you know, various shows that we did other than Highway and Plate, even Vital Stats, and the other show for that new uh, international Z channel that launched. We went totally, I think, and you guys must have gone separately another dozen times. At least together, we went about six times because there were so many places to discover. But the first time I remember, from to the last time, I mean, you guys can talk about the food for sure, but the traffic, guys, remember the drive from Mysore when we went for uh, that ink thing to Bangalore? It took us longer mm-hmm. to get from the Bangalore airport to our hotel. And I think that, for me, has been truly sad to see Bangalore from such a lovely, drivable city where we had uh, coffee at Koshi's and he had that tree outside. And at that time, Koshi's was the big hot. I mean, I'm talking about the mid-2000s. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of places, but uh, yeah, um, 
that that's been quite sad no it's the first time i went to bangalore i think was in 1990 and i went there as a student as a college student and then 92 93 i worked there extensively i used to work with different airlines and what i remember of bangalore is that it used to be this beautiful quiet flower city evenings was fantastic in the mid 90s they had a magnificent pub culture everybody was out in the evenings it was just a wonderful beautiful city i mean the weather of bangalore is phenomenal in the summer let's all agree to that and there's nothing almost quite like it especially when you come out of delhi's heat and you get down to bangalore in the summer it's heaven but uh, what a welcoming beautiful city it it, uh, it used to be and traffic was unheard of i mean you could get all the way across the city in like 45 minutes i used to have a friend in uh, what is it that white white plains what is it called white uh, white uh, field Do you know what the name is mayur white field white field white field what do you mean i want to remember from the center of the city to white field used to take like no time at all but now of course the traffic has gone mad and that's i think one of the biggest challenges of doing highway on my plane again if you get down on the road just the journey between place a and place b is hours and hours but uh, mysore is still like that i remember our trip to mysore was amazing that that ink factory which makes that indelible ink which only factory i think in asia they said that makes that ink for the this thing that was a beautiful town bangalore may be a congested city i i have fabulous memories of bangalore my favorite one is the first time round if we went there if you remember and we went to that place called gayatri tiffin room with a really nice uh, mysore masala dosas of course in yeah. mysore they probably just call them masala dosas not mysore masala dosas but mpr mpr oh no yeah yeah sorry yeah, gayatri gayatri right, right. and then and then uh, we wow. were eating the kesari bath and there was that skinny guy next to me he's like i'll have a competition with you you remember when we lined them up and i'd eaten eight and he was on his first one i remember yes we were sitting and you had lined up pat pat and you were popping them and i had to say mayur bas kar tujhe diabetes ho jayegi lekin kudrat ka khel dekho diabetes mujhe ho gayi why i got <laughs> because for seven years my staple diet is to lie on the dashboard but we'll come to that later <laughs> i okay <laughs> i think the controversy that is that surrounds bangalore and in fact all of karnataka and mysore is which is the best dosa around it and i think this little girl said it best in mysore I, i don't know if you guys remember her she was a little tiny little girl who was sitting and eating with us and i said what's the difference between a mysore masala dosa and a masala dosa and she said mysore one will be more tasty yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that simple simplicity was it it had everybody quiet completely but i remember that guy but the most interesting character i of course will only talk about characters and not the food mayur can come in on that but mayur before i come to the characters yeah did we ever get to the bottom of what was tapped what was the name of that place karwar right where we went to that place that that yeah yeah it was in karwar and from what i can remember is that they use only the skin they don't use the seeds in the cooking and and i remember i don't know when you put it on the tip of your tongue it just everything yeah. becomes it get, your, your mouth cools and then everything becomes numb that's all i remember and and i know that it's 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 some relative of the sichuan pepper but um, that's that's all i remember yeah in fact if you go down to nagaland if you go down to nagaland i think it's called machenga over there and uh, it's exactly the same in terms of looks but it could taste different but we'll talk about that when we're in nagaland but listen i don't want to let this point go every guy or girl that you speak to in karnataka will tell you what makes a really good dosa and which is the best one and they all have differing opinions and each one of them is completely disdainful of every other dosa in the world so i just <laughs> want to know who's right because every time you repeat something that one person said to another one they're like that's nonsense that is not See, a good dosa as, as a half tamilian who actually invented the dosa 
I would say the best ones you get are in Chennai. But I don't want to step into that controversy. I want to stick with the non-controversial bit. I think one of my favorite drives in all the drives we've been around the country, whether it was for Homp or any of the other shows, was that night when it was fucking raining cats and dogs, lightning strikes, and that waves crashing right by. And that that guy in that little hovel who refused to take money for that um, ghee dosa. This is just before I think we reached... There's a 10-kilometer stretch which just is along the oh, coast. Yeah, so yeah. I would highly recommend those of you who don't, aren't into food like me, but are into drives. That is one of the most spectacular drives. I hope it's still there and hasn't been replaced by some flyover or something. But it is a stunning drive. But you remember that guy who was so lovely? Yeah, he was He was in Gudavante. I Bhatti. think the place was called Gudavante. And what I remember distinctly was all these bodybuilders walking around to eat those dosas with the ghee. And they were like... This is best for Paddy. And yeah. what buddies they had. <laughs> I and, and his dhaba had all the Ani, Shani and, you know, Mr. Olympia posters. And it was this little hovel, yeah. And I remember we said, because we had a principle that we will not eat for free. Because then you can't give an honest review. And Rocky and Muir used to give reviews more honest than we would care for sometimes. But we'll come to some of that later. But, but uh, then he said, I'm not going to take money. I said, then we can't review your place. It won't feature in the show. He says, fine, that's okay. You eat and go. And this was fucking late at night. Nothing was open and we had to eat because I think we were hitting Mangalore or Karwar just after that. And, you know, it would be too late. And we had an early morning sun- sunrise to catch. We had to get the sunrise shot. Uh, but I, for me, that is amongst the most memorable drives. I, I agree. And I, I still remember the juxtaposition. One wall, if you guys remember, was all gods and gurus. And then the other wall was all bodybuilders and Mr. Olympia and army and stuff. And in middle, in the middle was a ghee. And that was a solid dosa. Like we couldn't get past to remember we were yeah. we were shooting and all that smoke arising from all the ghee cooking. But just that's smoke everywhere. Most that people smell. you know don't get to oh, see. I, I wish you could it. show them the real uh, behind the scenes look of the show. It is so fabulous. I mean, late at night, absolutely deserted highway, thunder, lightning, rain, nobody around. Absolute silence, nobody to stop and ask. Just those, you know, like like you said, those waves crashing on the on the, onto the road. It's just so nice. I remember we stopped up and we tanked up on uh, on uh, our smoke. Uh, if you remember, the paradise makers, the happy place takers, and uh, that was so nice there. <laughs> but staying with Karnataka, one of the places where I mean, just so you guys know, I didn't often eat where Rocky and Mayur ate because. I used to eat breakfast in the morning and through the day, I'd just keep snacking. I'm not much of a foodie. And at night, I'd get back to the hotel where we went, order chicken, hot and sour soup and ice cream. And I, I remember used to look at me with disdain because Mayur is quite the, you, you'd be you know, surprised, but he's quite the fine taste. He knows all these fancy things and fine tastes and all that. And he'd say, Sara, then hum kahan kahan gaye? And you come to the hotel and eat fucking chicken, hot and sour soup. And in every single place, I did that. But, but what does Scott's ice cream? And butter's got I remember, which is why I have diabetes now. For seven years, that's all I did for like two hundred days. But you guys remember the we this place had been really built up between Bangalore and Mysore. We were told it is when Rajnikanth was a bus conductor, it was his favorite restaurant. It had ragi balls or something. Fuck ragi mudde, yeah. a big, it was big, big man. Oh. I could not even take it down my fucking throat. Yeah, I was sick. Did you guys like it? Like seriously. No, it's a, those are called military hotels, by the way. They're, they were all over the highways. Now they're reducing in number. And uh, the military hotels, the purpose was where you could go in and eat meat freely without any worries. So their mutton was absolutely brilliant. I still remember that. But yeah, the ragi mudde, if you're not used to eating that, 
it's very hard to eat and you don't really chew it you know it doesn't really pick up flavor you're supposed to take little balls of ragi and swallow them along with your meat and your curry etc so it's you know for people looking for big taste it's not really the right thing to eat but it is part of a huge culture and remember armies used to march on ragi because that you could you know just make into these balls and hand over to three or four soldiers who would keep popping these little uh, ragi balls and keep marching it I thought armies always marched on their legs and their stomachs and their horses and that's their elephants. That's only what this is the first time I've heard of armies rolling around on ragi mudras. That's only what they like to believe. But, they all actually march on their stomach, take away food for four days, and you see what happens to the army. Don't mess with food. <laughs> I don't know about the food, but one thing that popped up in a lot of these roadside eateries, and especially I remember the one at the Rajnikanth's favorite ragi ball military hotel, Jay Bhuvaneshwari Military Hotel in Baburiya Koppal. Yes, that's on. You guys Who have your daddy. Who your daddy that can open his book and read? <laughs> award-winning book, Rocky Muse, award-winning book, that cheating. Time to plug, time to plug. Highway on my plate, book one and book two, both won the World Gurma Book Awards for food and are very valuable resources. Get yours today. I don't know when Amazon will deliver right now, even on Amazon Prime, but whenever you have the chance, get one of each. But Two of each, get one to daddy and mommy. particular military hotel was, and it happened in a lot of places, there were so many drunk men, man. Like, it's a miracle how we fucking managed to shoot so much and so quickly and efficiently. Sometimes we used to do an episode a day and cover like 400 kilometers in a day. And it's a miracle we didn't kill each other. Yeah, Like, four men in a fucking vehicle for like 12 hours. Anyway, but coming back to the food, rocks. Favorite meals in Karnataka, man. Tell me. Yes. Oh, God, there's a lot. But people keep asking which is the best biryani you've ever had in your life. And I really want to say that the Hanumantu Pulao in Mysore, again, one of Rajni Khan's favorites, apparently, that is truly an exceptional Pulao or Biryani, whatever you want to call it. It's a Donne Biryani. It is truly an exceptional Biryani. So if you haven't had it yet, go down and have it. And uh, similar to that and making the link is the, is the, is the what's that restaurant in Bengaluru, yeah, Mayur, near the Banashankari bus stop? Oh, Sivaji Military Hotel. Ah, Sivaji Military Hotel. That was the one. Incredible food there. Those two are really stand out. Yeah, spicy I mean, hundreds, but those two stand out. You had really rated the Dindigal Biryani up there. Yeah. You remember? No, it was it was fabulous. The the kind of uh, I mean, Dindigal is a completely separate kind of biryani, and it's very popular in Chennai now. There's a couple of places doing Dindigal Biryani. There's a couple of chains doing it, and it's become very popular. But uh, not just the biryani, even that mutta curry that they had. Uh, you know this. They had this egg uh, thing and they had this bone marrow omelette and they had a huge amount mm. of, a huge number of delicacies, which were just fabulous. So, Dindigal was a revelation. Such a small place and so modern. Remember that guy? He was using like uh, mineral water to cook and he was using uh, the, the latest hygiene practices. He had the best equipment. And this I'm talking about, what, 10 years ago, this guy was way ahead of the game. But further, yeah, rocks, we're talking like, 2007, we're talking like 13 years ago, because that was, I think, our first, that was the first time we rode, the Dindigal, or maybe the second. But, second. Yeah, that was the second one. But, um, guys, um, coming to that egg place, I remember there's one place in, which had come up with, was only serving different kinds of eggs. Actually, they had like 100 kinds of eggs in Bangalore, it was, right? Yeah, it was called the Egg Factory. Right. I remember, I loved that place a lot, yeah. That was really good food, yeah. I like egg. I have simple tastes. <laughs> 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 you, we, you, you can, you, you can tell why you were directing and not, not eating. My one of my favorites, <laughs> one of my favorites has got to be. Do you remember those four brothers who had the place in Mangalore, the hotel Ayodhya? 
and they were doing all those snacks and and and, and the reason that they really stick out is they were doing all those snacks and it was like what the most expensive item on the menu was like 12 rupees or something and we said like why are you even in business and do you remember what the eldest brother he said he said this is all our grandmother's food and the young people today they they won't have access to all these dishes that that we grew up yeah, with, we were able to serve it and give it to them at affordable prices. The place prices. was called Ayodhya. Mr. Ramdas, I think his name. Yeah, Mr. Ramdas. Ayodhya, I think, right, Mayur? Correct. He he had all those snacks, the patrode and the shemije, and oh man, that was good food also, and good food like served, really prepared and served so, with um, as yeah, a mission. Listen, I want to go back to rather, what the rather than just like as a business. I mean, why is egg so popular in Karnataka? I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people sort of struggle between being vegetarian and being meat eaters. You know, it's it's not a big deal for a lot of us in other parts of the country or a large number of people in India. But a lot of people really struggle with it. So egg is that sort of gray area where you're still vegetarian or you can claim to be or not. Like I know Mayur has struggled with it. He, he falls into the evil ploy of eggs every now and then <laughs> and becomes an egg eater. <laughs> When it suits him, of course, and that goes back to being without Whoa. eggs. So I think that is is the one thing why eggs are so popular in Karnataka because you can feel good about eating non-vegetarian and not feel bad about not being vegetarian, if that makes oh. sense. Yes, it does. But one thing, sorry, I want to point out is that there was this one place, again, I'm terrible with names. It had those really thick ghee dosas where it's very popular. Yeah? It's one of the biggest, most well-known places in Bangalore. No, no, this guy came in with... Uh, with his watch. Gold, yes, watch. He was like, he was like Bappi Lahiri. A really dark moustache. And everyone started like, when he walked in, it was like, Aris, come, Aris, come. So, as it is, we had got a lot of half, because by then, you know, Homp was a well-known show. And Rock and Me would show up, he would say, ah, he comes. So, he said, someone else has made a noise that he came in and he sat with us. He came with a sense of authority. He apparently <laughs> owned the, whatever, biggest Mercedes showroom, whatever there. And we were told by the owner, what is the name of the restaurant, uh, Mayo? Vidyarthi Bhavan. Vidyarthi Bhavan. These are, sir gives whatever, English, what do you call Bhavishimani? He's astrology. Of, he astrology. Can, he can. So he came, sat with his gold chains and his thick watch. I don't know if it was a fucking tag Heuer or a Rolex. And he started telling us our futures. <laughs> Rocky, what did he accuse you of? <laughs> Listen, it shall, be, it shall remain unnamed. But he was very impressed with me. And what he said was, he said, I said, oh, what a lovely watch you're wearing. He said, yes, very expensive. But uh, you can have it. And he took it off, thinking that I'll say, no, no. So I was like, thank you. And I took it and put it on. <laughs> yeah. And that sort of really cut him up. He was shocked. He was like in shock for a long time. He was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's kept the watch. <laughs> it, it was the first thing he asked for back. As soon as the cameras went off, he's like, can I have my watch back? <laughs> so yeah, that was really funny. Yes, Rocky Valley was... He was in this sense of largesse, he said, hey, you can have my watch. But I remember he accused our by, by business partner and co-director Prashant of some very horrible things, uh, deviances. But he said, you, he was only talking to Rocky and Muir. Of course, I was the chaprasi there who was on the side and suddenly looked at me. He said, show me your hand. So I showed him my hand. Rocky, remember what he said? No, <laughs> you but wash your hands. Wash <laughs> your hands. He had already foreseen no. COVID. He was a truly astrologer of remarkable. <laughs> he said, "You will be responsible for thousands of deaths." Oh God! <laughs> really, <laughs> I would not be surprised. And the other astrologer, Subramanian Swami, already told you that you're a dexalite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
but now kurg so why kurg will memorable was that i saw the most beautiful graceful dance of the warriors of kurg or uh, okay we didn't have the warriors we had rocket mayur so they took these kurgi's <laughs> weapon what are those called you guys remember those odi katti and pichi katti again oh, rocky you said i'm not going to mispronounce it and have the kodavas after me for like kodavas correct they were the kodavas what are they called you're going to die nikku somebody going to come get you yeah. the big one the, the big blade the sort of the what we used to refer to lovingly as the rakshas blade the one that rakshasas carry in all the abhichitra kathas that was the odi katti that's the serious guy and then there's a small ceremonial dagger which is called the pichi katti and uh, i have both by the way i have a very nice beautiful old silver pichikatti which i got in kurg because i just love the kodwa as i'm uh, fascinated by that culture and i spent a lot of time in kurg and they're just lovely people awesome coffee fantastic people thorough gentlemen thorough i mean amazing ladies very hospitable great with food and you know if i didn't know better i would say they were the serds of the south because they love to eat they love to drink and they all have guns which is like woohoo party on man but kurgi is one of my favorite places yeah i love the kodavas i mean i think people from kurga like the serds of the south you know being from punjab and being a serd i can tell you they are the happiest uh, best they, they eat the best food they drink they enjoy their lives they have a lot of fun and they all have guns woohoo so i'm really <laughs> happy where i've been kurga it like, feels like i'm at home here <laughs> so no disrespect meant any kodavas i i forgot what the term was but i do that all the time but i remember we had to finish off the episode so we got these very mean looking weapons and we had these mean looking men and we ended with them doing this ridiculously graceless step saying pulio pulio some kodava and you guys danced into the sunset and the crew was fucking cracking up <laughs> and the people walking on the road are wondering who are these idiots and why are they here with dangerous looking weapons <laughs> the 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 chant was poile poile and it's yeah. a it's a festival in kurg it's a harvest festival i think is or ancestor worship festival but uh, but yeah i mean come on we don't know the dance we don't belong there and we are from the dharminder dharampaji school of dance so oh, yeah. we don't know how to dance we will <laughs> coming to festivals we also covered a festival in uh, karnataka right uh, where was that mysore in, in 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 mysore we did the mysore dasara which is their uh, most popular and and most beloved uh, festival and they if i remember it they they celebrate the slaying of mahishasura right and then they had the jumbo parade with all the elephants the the the, the main one with the golden howdah and and the and the idol in it and and it's a really amazingly visual festival they have these masks and little dolls that are laid out like almost in front of every shop and you can like Rocky, I don't know how many masks you bought there, man. You got them shipped back or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of masks. I got a lot of dolls there yeah, because they have this whole uh, culture of making dolls for the Sera around that time. And I think it's called the it's called the Halli Manne or the Ann Manne, the house of uh, the house of dolls. And uh, you recreate that and you worship it. People have got collections which are hundreds of years old. So it's fabulous to go to people's homes who've been collecting this for generations, and they have hundreds of dolls which are like you know from four or five generations ago. so stunning to see but it's so nice yeah our country is just so fabulous our mythology is the richest possible mythology in the world nothing can come close and the thing i remember about the dasera was the evening before the parade started the the day before dasera the when they were doing their dances and all in that little area where all the people were camped all the musicians yeah. and dancers 
the courtyard huge energy you remember that and i remember when he went into that basement where uh, one of the largest where the, all the dolls were like i felt like gulliver for once in my life uh there was this like you know the dolls like lined up from this end of the basement to like the far end of the large basement man I, yeah i just felt like like kicking everything and like i am king i will take over this so you little puny pebbles i shall kick you i didn't do that of course we would have not been let out alive but yeah, i was it was awesome man it was it was pretty damn cool even i got one mask it's still hanging in fact in my house quick quiz for you guys okay do you remember where we had gadbad ice cream oh shit no yes, i remember at a crossroads at a crossroads somewhere in uh, karnataka it, it we had it at the place which claims to have invented it hotel dina ah hotel, hotel dina ah. yes right on the dina chalk it's like vanilla pista all, all that in a, in a in a mug they put all all those all those different flavors of ice creams and crushed nuts and this and the guy even told us a story about how some clients came and then the owner basically put together whatever ice cream he had with nuts and stuff and then they liked it so much the next time they came back they said gadi badi which which apparently in kannada means acha uh, you know, i don't remember the story ayur teri yaad when it became gadbad ice cream hati se bhi tez hai mere bhai ab teri please refer to i want my plate volume 2 page 160 jo pak lag gaya you you're sitting there with the book listen you have to somebody has to hold up that end of the bargain because you like i remember i have traveled for 10 years all over the country and you know those people from this called so and the food something i don't remember the name it's called this and that bhai sahab aap kya saskatchewan canada se ho <laughs> somebody has to hold up yeah but listen while while we are on the subject of karnataka i really want to talk about one of my favorite experiences there is this movie with the nana patekar where he is a instructor at the commando training center in mm. uh, in in karnataka i don't know if we can tell you the name of the place or not but i might have to kill all of you if i tell you so i'd rather not but and i remember that lido jump you remember the lido jump mayur oh was that in karnataka oh yeah you're right belgaum yeah you can say oh, belgaum no you, no, you, you can say though no, everyone has to go there for training that yeah the belgaum jump i remember that man that what a fucking trip that was Yeah, yeah, you remember those go, when they were tra- training the commandos to uh, manage the cobras and the Russell Viper? You remember what a scary-looking snake that was? Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always I've grown up catching snakes, and after I got bitten a couple of times, my wife made me promise to not catch them anymore. But I was very tempted over there, and I did catch a couple. But what I want to talk about is that is that Lido jump. I mean, I remember diving in, swimming, then climbing up ten meters, then walking on a plank which is like eight inches wide. then walking up then going again climbing up another 7 meters rolling on a rope hanging i mean crawling along a rope hanging at the edge and dropping 17 meters into the water which i did at my 110 kilo frame at that time and mayu did at his 100 kilo frame and then coming out and the general looks at us and who was standing there and says to his colonel uh, he says colonel uh, if these two can do it we should raise the difficulty what do you mean period so different people in the country and overseas can you know just experience whatever our country has to offer through this podcast cuz guys we're stuck at home let's make the most of it 
रॉकी भैया कुछ विशेष टिप्पणी मैसेज टू द पीपल स्टे होम गाइज आई नो इट्स डिफिकल्ट टाइम it doesn't matter if there's 10000 or 100000 of 1 million people out on the streets you staying back will reduce that number by one and if we can all do that we'll be a lot safer and don't worry this will blow away like everything else does it's just a matter of time we are a very resilient people we are a very successful people there's 1.4 billion of us so obviously we're doing something right and this thing is not going to beat us but until you're there keep listening to what we have to say you know put the stories together if you want to catch the shows they are on amazon prime right now you can catch highway on my plate hills an entire series of 13 episodes just so you can see the sort of fun the madness the enjoyment and i think remember that i mean for us india is about brotherhood it's about loving each other it's about fun it's about food it's about sharing culture telling stories being one uh, you know just just sort of creating a better world together and we've lost that in the last few years and that's i really miss that you know i i really want to be able to hug my brothers and sisters from all backgrounds all religions all faiths you know eat all kinds of cuisines so so please do that let's have some fun man and we'll we'll keep bringing you this agle rulaega kya bas kar bas kar basically the whole build up was i noticed it ended with and eat all the food that you have so right <laughs> you want to share your stories mail us at hom2020@gmail.com right so it is Homp H O M P Highway on my podcast Homp twenty twenty two zero two zero that's H O M P two zero two zero at gmail dot com correct Mayur correct you can send in stories you can send in uh, anything you remember from having seen your favorite bits of Highway on my plate of Michael Katz or any of other shows what is the other show you guys did yeah the I mean we did it together sorry the Rocky what, and Mayur's Food Express that we did for Living Foods yes. we did Michael Stats of India we did Jai Hind uh, we yeah, did yeah, India's yeah. most haunted but we will not talk about that okay. it's not food <laughs> I was almost food a few times I don't want to talk about it so we will be back with another state next uh, next episode which hopefully should be in two three days and this time it'll be Punjab what do you say boys should it be Punjab Woo-hoo! always ready for Punjab okay now I just had one more. Additional bit to give, and I know I didn't enjoy the show like you guys did with the food and all. And there's a complaint, so you know you guys don't have to weigh in. I know, and I being brutally honest, there were two places in the country, and you know, shot everywhere for long periods of time, where the local help, in the sense, I'm not talking about house help, the help, whether it was production, whether it was the you know uh, uh, production guys, the light guys, any local talent we hired, or the drivers. Who were least interested in doing anything was Assam and Karnataka. They were like, "Fuck you, we don't want to work." And on that, I think Punjab and uh, Kerala, fucking and Tamil Nadu. The efficiency that you got there from everybody. I don't know if I had bad luck, guys. If I did write in and correct me, but every time I went there, I had. I mean, Assam and Karnataka. I could not get anyone to work. They said, "Fuck you, how many Karnataka?" Yeah, because the food is so good. <laughs> I burst a fucking blood vessel. I remember there, man, once. <laughs> well, Listen, that's yeah, what I you think... were there for. Our job was to be there and to uh, be happy and eat a lot. And and we had sheer focus. We professionals. We did that. We have no idea what was going on with you and the people of whatever state that you were dealing with. <laughs> no, it, it is. I, I think it's it's got to it's got a lot to do with the uh, you know. it's got a lot to do with how you see yourself how you view yourself as an individual and i think people from karnataka you know take themselves very seriously with everything so that i think you need to chill out a little bit you know eat a little bit more dosa from somebody else's recommended spot rather than your own 
and uh, you know if you're a <laughs> if you're a taxi yeah. driver in uh, in Karnataka, oh, try yeah. to listen to other people for a change. It's nice. But I, listen, let's let's not go away without uh, without some action here. Let's do something court. fun, director. Come on. We have to do the food court before we go. But before we give our wonderful listeners a wonderful food court, I will say that you know Bangaloreans have told me in subsequent years that you've gone there. Oh, you Dillywala still think Koshi's is a great coffee place. It's not that great. There's so many others. But for me. Our first trip, the coffee at Koshi's, the shoot there, the conversation, and that was the last shoot of the day. And I remember back then we could like cover three, four places in a day. Because we'd shoot for two hours, go to another place, shoot. By the last time we went to Bangalore, you could only do one place in a day. Because by the time you finished and traffic, you were fucked. Yeah. We had to get maximum number of episodes and stuff short in very little time. Yes, but of course, by this last time we couldn't because traffic couldn't allow it. But for me, Koshi still has a very special place. Although I believe it's not... Such a happening place right now. What do you guys think? Do you remember Koshi's? I remember, yeah. It was really nice. I remember the hot cross buns and the really nice conversation with the people who were like doing a lot to conserve nature. And yes. they had this poster of owls. What's it, Rox? Yeah, Koshi is one of those legendary places of Bangalore, which I think represents the character of Bangalore as far as I'm concerned. They, you know, they they moved through decades and they stopped at a certain point of time. And now... Other places have, you know, come up with more modern tastes, sharper tastes. Uh, the world has really moved on, but that's the whole point of Koshi's. It is a window into the past of Bangalore and the food that it brings out represents the food of that time. The taste hasn't changed. It's still brilliant. So when I go there, I make a connect with the culture of the Bangalore that I loved from the 80s and the 90s. And, and that, for me, will always make Koshi's a special place. So people who are running it down, yeah, I know it's it's not like a uh, you know fancy coffee place where you have two hundred kinds of coffee, but it does have a huge amount of history and a huge amount of culture, and that's why it'll always be special. Yeah, I agree. Nico, are you falling for this earnestness? I think he only loves it because from what I remember, Mr. Koshi told us they have about eight hundred items on the menu. Why would Rocky <laughs> not love a place like that? He's like, I love it because it's a step into the past. Thank God the past had eight hundred things to choose from to eat. No, I remember he had uh, he had gone to court to protect that tree outside. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the oak tree. Yeah, yeah. They were cutting it down. He went to court. He pro- so I mean, yeah. I guess it's not hip anymore to like Koshi's because I I went to Bangalore I think a couple of months back, and I was told that oh man, not Koshi's, but I still went there. Yeah. I love it. Well done. Yeah, of course, it's, and it's it's very modern with women empowerment and all. I mean, it could have been called Koshi's, but it was called <laughs> Koshi's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone through one foot episode and a single PJ has come from Rocky Uncle. Somebody kill me. What do you mean, PJ? These are deeply thought, very interesting anecdotes with humor. Okay. Before we go, we'll leave you with a food court. And uh, the food court used to involve, involve, evolve through a completely nonsensical conversation. And now that we are doing a completely candid, you know... <laughs> So, uh, guys, food court, what should it have? It should have the elements of Karnataka, maybe a warrior. Huh. What is that instrument called? Paneer Swami? What is it called? That chopping head? Paneer Swami. Paneer Swami. Odi Kati. lines to What, what? Okay. Uh... We're happy that Homp is back on the road. I'd rather eat a dosa than lick a toad. The road it's back on is the internet highway. Abe koi help to karo, chuti ho. That doesn't drive. 
let's end with and if the virus doesn't if you step out to you know protect yourself from the virus those are my lines i got my lines okay okay guys so that's how we made that food court and now here is the final version we'll catch you again pretty soon in a day or two and until then make do with the food court karnataka is an amazing land with many a cuisine there are so many places where we've been to and so many places where we yet haven't been we're so glad that hump is back on the road cuz he'd rather eat dosas than lick a toad the virus may not kill you but the odikatti will so my suggestion dear friends is just stay home and chill poliye 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 all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel